You're listening to Bricks and Clicks, presented by MarketScale, with your host, Jennifer Kalo Ruskin. Welcome to Bricks and Clicks podcast. Today I have Mike Alsop on to talk about GEM, gratitude, empathy, and mindfulness. You know, with so much heaviness and darkness going on today, it's, it's really important just to stay positive and grounded. And that's what Mike is going to help us do. He's going to help us develop a practice to keep us rooted. Mike and I have known each other for years. We're both sales reps in the retail space. We own our own businesses. We have families. And we've both moved down, we've both moved down the same path of limiting our client base, of avoiding business and slowing down, avoiding extra business, taking on too much and slowing down in order to find the sweetness in this life. Mike, I'd love to welcome you to the show. Please tell the listeners a little bit about you and also where you live, which is kind of exciting. (laughs) Yeah, hi, Jennifer. Yeah, I live in um, a beautiful town called Noosa in uh, Queensland in Australia. So Noosa is a seaside town. Um, and yeah, it's just lovely here. A lot of nature, a lot of kangaroos and <laughs> uh, koala bears and everything. So no, we love it here. And uh, we've been here for about 10 years now. And um, But we try and travel every, every year. We try and get away and do, last year we did a big trip to Mexico and Cuba and Peru and Hawaii and whatever. Mm. And this year we had a whole lot of travel plans too, but obviously uh, our circumstances uh, arose that made all international travel pretty much impossible this year. So tell me about your travel plans. Where were you going to go? Anywhere exotic? Oh, no. oh yeah, it was going to be great. We, we had uh, a trip planned to Sri Lanka in March. So we were going to spend uh, four weeks in uh, Sri Lanka and I'd booked all the accommodation and all the flights and then... We were planning to go to Italy and uh, spend, um, again, about four weeks in the Tuscany region um, of Italy. Um, again, we booked accommodation and everything. And then Bali, um, which Bali for us is a bit like Mexico is for you. Like um, um, everybody goes to Bali here because it is so different, but it's so close. So, But again, yeah, Bali, I'd booked uh, four weeks away. We had a villa booked, flights booked and everything. So... And then all of a sudden it came to a grinding halt. The, um, the, the government here um, pretty much stopped all international flights. Um, and uh, I'm really glad that we, we managed to not travel because you know being stuck overseas in Sri Lanka or somewhere like that would not have been a, a pleasant experience. So uh, uh, yeah, so anyway, we, we basically have just put all our travel back until next year. Mm. So when you commented on my post a week or so ago, and you mentioned this gem practice that you have, I, I, I'm, I feel yes. like it's kind of like a coping mechanism, <laughs> truthfully, right? Because <laughs> you don't want to be much. down and distraught and sad about what's happening. There's really a great, no. I don't know, diamond in the rough kind of thing happening. So will you talk to us a little bit about it? Yeah. Well, whenever anything happens in my life, that's, that's a problem. I, I, there's two ways I, I like to look at it. Either it is a problem or it's also an opportunity. And I sort of was sitting back and I'm thinking to myself, and I was feeling a bit sorry for myself about all this travel that we had planned in such an exciting year. And I thought, well, I can sort of sit here and mope 
um, or I can decide to make something out of this and really improve myself and my relationships and everything um, in this this period of, I guess, self-isolation where we all had to stay at home. Um, here in Australia, the lockdown was, was fairly severe. Um, so, and just doing some research and some um, thing, I, I came across a number of practices and uh, one of them is GEM, which is gratitude, empathy, and mindfulness. And with, with gratitude, the first thing that I did was I actually did a reversed bucket list. I don't know whether you've ever heard of this before, Jen, but basically instead of a, a bucket list where, you know, I want to go to Machu Picchu and I want to go here and I want to go there, it's about what I've already achieved that I'm really proud of. So just writing it down, what I've already achieved that I'm really proud of. And by the way, it's not a time to be humble. <laughs> this is the time to, pre to pretty much say what you've done. And you'd be surprised, like um, when you reflect back on what you have achieved, and this could be things, you know, the whole, I broke it into a whole a lot of different areas. So uh, spiritual, what I've achieved there, um, with my family, with my career, with my health, um, with my experiences, what I've seen, what I've done, and whatever. And I just kept on writing, just on a notepad, just write, kept on writing it down. And then what I then did, I then took that uh, reverse bucket list and I stuck it up on my wall here so that during the day I can just look across and say, you know, that's what I have achieved. That's what I have done thus far. And I, I'm adding to it as as um, as, as experiences happen over the uh, over the period. So that was the first thing I did, just to get my mindset right in, in terms of okay, what have I achieved? So can I ask you a question then before I you move on to the second one? Can you name yes. two things that you're most proud of off of that list? Number one. Uh, Probably I've managed to be married for just over 30 years now uh, to, to the same uh, uh, person. And we've got a very, very strong and happy and fun relationship still. And again, with family, with my, uh, my children, I've got uh, two boys. One's 25, one's uh, 24 years of age. And I've managed to maintain a good relationship with them. So... There's been some ups and downs, of course, as there always is, but uh, now they've turned into two fine young men. And uh, um, yeah, I'd say my wife and my relationship with her and the relationship with my boys. Which is pretty incredible because I, I feel yeah. I feel a little guilty to say I don't know that those would be the top two things on my list. You know, I expected you to say like, mm. I climbed Mount Kilimanjaro or something like really big <laughs> and flashy or like I jumped out of an airplane and skydived. And how cool that when you reflect on your life in this way, instead of making a list of what you haven't done mm. and making a list of what you have, that you reflect mm. back on what's most important and that it's family. Yeah, absolutely. Like I, I have done those other sort of things too. I've I've trekked the Himalayas and I've done some amazing things over the years. But now, ultimately, what it comes down to, I think, is the, the relationship you have with um, close people. And some, I, I think also I've been very fortunate. You know, my children have been healthy. Um, so I haven't had the challenges of, of autism or, 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 or disablement or anything like that. I've also been very fortunate. I've found a, 
uh, a soulmate very early on <laughs> in my life. Uh, and we are very, very different people, but we uh, it just works. So, um, and that's not the case for a lot of people. So, um, but yes, yeah, those two things, if I reflect on my list here, that's definitely the, the, the two main things. And I think that's what most of us are finding coming out of COVID, right? Because it doesn't matter yeah. how much money you have. It doesn't matter what you're able no. to do or not able to do. You've been stuck with your family no. for the last four months, yes. right? That's right. And exactly. coming out of exactly. it, I think there's there's one of two different paths, right? Either you're very clear that you're very happy with what you've created, or you're very clear that your life's a shit show and you've created the Absolutely. shit show, right? And and there's some some drastic Absolutely. measures that you need to take to get it back on course. So. That's interesting. Yeah. And it's taking personal responsibility yes. for your own shit show. You know, <laughs> I, I think uh, <laughs> too often we blame, you know, the government or we blame our employer <laughs> our or our clients in our case or whatever, our mother or whatever. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's it really comes down to us, yeah. you know, and it, it's about taking personal responsibility, recognizing your patterns um, and just working on yourself and, and spending the time to be kind to yourself. And, um, you know, putting in some of these practices I'm just about to speak of have helped me uh, dramatically. Okay, so. keep going. Okay, so basically this, this gratitude, empathy and, and mindfulness, it's a daily practice. And that's important that the research I've, I've shown that with, you know, whether it's an exercise regime or it's learning something like learning a language or, or whatever, it takes continual practice, continuous practice to, to get this right. You can't just go in and do it for a few days and then uh, get distracted and then, then come back and then do it for another few days. The research I've shown, I've seen, it takes about 21 continuous days of doing something in order to embed it. And then you miss it. Um, uh, every day I go for a walk. And I have since uh, February 2016. And every day I go for a walk and I, I try and walk 10,000 steps. And every morning, I do this in the morning, every morning. And if I don't do that, I really miss it. And it's the same with this where, you know, this is this is a, a practice which you really got to embed. And I find the best way to do that is find the time after dinner, um, uh, around about seven o'clock, seven thirty, depending on when you have your dinner and whatever, you settle in before you start feeling too sleepy. That's when to do this practice. So, gratitude, empathy, and mindfulness, Jim. So, gratitude is really about practicing um, and focusing on the positives in the things that you have. Um, uh, not so much focusing on what you don't have. But focusing on what you do have so and it's not about acquiring things it's not about a new car or new house or you know fancy holidays or whatever it's really focusing on what you currently have so what i what i do is every every night i, I sit down with my notepad and i say what are the three things that went well for me today okay and i find three things and sometimes you can have a really ordinary day and it can be a little bit difficult, but I don't leave that notepad till I've found three things that have gone well for me that day. And it doesn't have, it's got, often it's got nothing to do with, with work things, right? It could be, 
I was walking today and I saw some um, a flock of pelicans, <laughs> and I felt I felt really connected to that, and, and was in awe of the beauty of these these pelicans, and I'm feeling really grateful for that. Or it was a beautiful day today. The sun was shining. It was just a lovely day, and felt really really good about myself. Or it could be I found a new client, or whatever you know, whatever does it for you, and just. Put that in. So the gratitude component is really, really important and write it down. Get it out of your head and onto paper. Just write it down. Don't worry about gra grammar or making it um, it sound really nice or to re-readable or whatever. Just get it out of your head and onto the page. Secondly, focus on empathy and empathy and kindness and, and cultivate, cultivating empathy and being kind to others and that's you know goodness gracious me in the current environment how important is that so try to act with compassion towards others and again it's capturing that uh, jennifer it's not just a matter of okay i have a general feeling that i'm going to be kind to others it's making sure that you you're capturing and um what kindness you have given to other people during that day so this, we're not talking here, this could be something as um, you helped somebody carry a bag or you gave somebody a compliment. You maybe gave them a gift. You might, you might have uh, helped somebody out with, with a task that they weren't expecting. It, it can even be, as I've even written down at times, I've been driving my car and I've let somebody in in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and that, that, was a, that was a day when I was sort of grasping for something, but... If you, and it's funny during the day, if if you're trying to focus on empathy and you know at the end of the day at seven o'clock, you have to sit down and you have to write three kind things that you've done uh, for other people or you've shown compassion or empathy, how you actually find yourself during the day doing those things. And then you follow the way in your head, you say, you know, at seven o'clock, I'm gonna have to write down something I've done for somebody today. And if you do that, and you just feel good, so you're helping other people, um, you also feel really, really good. And it's all about you know sharing and, and helping other people, and but writing it down, capturing it. So find um, things where you can actually be empathetic and kind towards other people. And then finally, the third thing which I try and do, and this is where technology comes in and it's, it's fantastic, I focus on mindfulness. So basically centering myself at the end of the day, focusing on the present. Now, what I use for this is a is a really good app. I think it's the number one meditation <laughs> app in the world. It's called Calm. I don't know. Have you I ever heard of Calm. that? Yeah, uh, I have it Jennifer? on my phone. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. So Calm's really great, um, not only for meditation, and it has a whole range of um, uh, meditations, mostly guided, but some unguided and some are in between, where you can basically, it's always starting to focus on the breath and focusing on the, you know, feeling the breath coming out of your nose and, uh, and, and, and really centering yourself, but being mindful of the present. And then as you, as you know, with the car map, there's a whole range of different um, subjects that you can focus on which um, which are great, you know, whether you want to build confidence or you want to 
focus on being calm or less less anxiety. There's, there's about 50 different things there. The other thing just on the app, which I use all the time, um, is the, um, the sleep stories. Mm-hmm. So um, the sleep stories are wonderful. Um, and again, a huge range of sleep stories on there where you have, um, you settle yourself in at, at night. So this is outside of this, this is when, when you've actually gone to bed, make yourself nice and comfortable, and then you put on this sleep story. And then the sleep story, the one which I really love, is uh, one by a, a guy called Stephen Fry that you may have heard of. And it's uh, it's about the lavender fields of France. And I swear, I must have listened to that 50 times. I've never got to the end of it. <laughs> My wife and I would love to know what actually happens at the end, but we always fall asleep. But it's such a beautiful way, you know, in an evocative way because you've got the... It's about the, the scent um, of, of lavender. And I've fortunately, I've been to France um, quite a few times. And I've, I've seen these fields and there's a real sense of the, the beauty of it and the quietness of it. You can hear the bees and everything. It's such a beautiful scene and it's a, it's a sensory experience being there. And he talks about this in this, uh, uh, in this, um, this sleep story. So I would highly recommend that because, you know, sleep is, is so important. So really, I've tried to make that practice um, a practice which I try and do and I miss it if I don't do it every day. Gratitude, empathy and mindfulness. Focus on those, make it a discipline, do it at the same time if you can every day. Uh, really, really focus on that. Start off with a reverse bucket list to get you in the, in the mood on day one. And on day two, move into this daily practice of gratitude, empathy, and uh, mindfulness. A few other little tips, if, if you like, Jen. Yes, please. Okay. So, again, these, these are things that I've found to work for me. Okay. So, number one, um, uh, I use um, the Pomodoro technique for focus. So, during the day, I... I We've got so many distractions, you know, and I'll, I'll talk about how to minimise some of those distractions in a minute. But even during the work day, you know, there's, there's, you know, you've got, if you've got young children, they've got, they're coming in or you've got friends calling or, or whatever, it's very easy to become distracted. So I use what's called the Pomodoro technique and I use a Pomodoro technique um, a timer. What the Pomodoro technique, believe it or not, it's an Italian tomato cooking timer. So, um, and, and what it's all about is breaking your workday up into blocks. So you start off the day, you can actually download it off, again, off, off, um, off the app store. The one I like is one called Focus Keeper. And um, I think it's free. Um, and basically, uh, you work in 25-minute blocks. And at the end of that 25-minute block, um, the timer goes off. And you then get up and you walk around for five minutes and have a stretch, get away from your workplace, maybe go outside, get a bit of sun in your face or whatever, don't work. And then you come back in and you do another 25 minutes and then um, again, have, have a five minute break. It's really good also for your muscles in your neck and uh, in, 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 in your shoulders and whatever, not to become too, um, too sore by sitting in the same position for too long. 
and I find the Pomodoro technique is really, really great, and the Focus Keeper app in particular is brilliant. Um, as for Facebook and social media, I've actually deleted them off my cell phone. Um, I still have Facebook um, on my computer, but I found I found with with it on your cell phone, it was just too it's too tempting to continually be looking at it um, and to not be present and be focusing on on um, on Facebook or Instagram or, or Pinterest or whatever on your phone. So I've taken them off my phone and it's really made a huge difference. Um, I, I look at other people and they're playing with their phones and whatever. I don't look at my phone much. Um, and the other thing I have done, I've taken off notifications on my phone. So if somebody leaves a message or an email comes in or and all the apps, I've gone to the settings area and I've taken off the notifications. And that has made a huge difference as well. So I'm not being, I'm in control of what, um, of my social medias, they're not in control of me. And I think that's really, really important as well. Um, and of course, as I've just said, exercise. Um, I try and, um, when I do take my mobile phone, the one app that I do have on is the, um, and I've got an Apple iPhone, is the health app. And it just tracks the uh, number of steps that I take per day. And again, it, it's quite um, encouraging. Sometimes, particularly when you're traveling, you can do like, crikey, I've 40 or 50,000 steps, you know, if you get lost particularly. Mm -hmm. But um, <laughs> no, depending on how many airports you're in as well. Right? Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. But it's, again, it's a matter of, you know, when you're out, don't just, when you're walking, for example, I like walk, walking, don't just head down, bum up, whatever. Head up, look at what look at what you're seeing, and appreciate it, and you know to feel grateful and breathe in the air, and look at the children playing or the dogs playing or or the you know I'm fortunate we live near water, so we've you know got yachts and whatever on the water, and you know just look at the beauty of things, look at the sky, just really really appreciate um, what you're in, and I, I I'll often walk along and I'll say, I'm really grateful for this or that or whatever. And if I'm in a bit of a funk, I'm a bit feeling a little bit low, which sad, which is, you know, a totally normal human emotion. Um, once I discipline myself to doing that, it's amazing how quickly I, I feel better. So that, there's just a few little tips there, Jen, that I've found work for me. And uh, I have um, I found with my clients, which, as you said, we, we have similar sort of businesses um, that I've now moved increasingly towards a mentoring thing with them as well. So I'm actually not only am I offering the, the traditional um, business side of things, but I'm also mentoring and, and teaching some of this stuff and they're getting a lot out of it as well. I love that. And isn't that funny, the evolution of your business, how that works? I, I feel like mm. I'm constantly as the therapist. For my oh, totally. <laughs> like I had a 30 minute conversation just last week about COVID and like how they were dealing with it and the things yes. they were feeling and how it was affecting their business. And yes. um, that's fun when you get to move out of, I'm just a sales broker and this is what I do into mm. something so much more meaningful that at the end of the day, that's what makes the difference anyway, right? We don't have to sell any more widgets in this world. No, that's right. Uh, and I, I, I think, and I think being an entrepreneur is, is, 
has unique um, psychological challenges. Um, sure. You know, it, it's 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 tough, and particularly in the current environment, it's tough. So, I think um, providing that other side of things, like what I've mm -hmm. just been talking of, you know, I think there's a real need for that for for entrepreneurs. I love these, and I'm I'm also finding you haven't said the word batching, but that's essentially what you're doing. You're batching your social yes. media intake, right? You're batching. Um, That's right. the notifications. And I've recently hired a VA in just the last few months, and she's teaching me the importance of batching. She's batching my email. She's putting them in subfolders and teaching me throughout the day, like only two times a day do you need to even be in your email checking things. Right. Like stop looking at your phone and your computer all day. Um, and I find it's still like to your point, it's this muscle that you really have to develop. Um, I love that you've spent all these years walking and training your body that that's what mm. it needs to feel healthy. Um, yes. and it's kind of the same muscle, right? It's that you don't have to constantly be addicted to consuming social media. And yeah. I find myself sometimes, even while I'm driving, pick up my yes. phone to want to look because I'm so freaking addicted to it. Oh, um, yeah. so these were really helpful, Mike, and thank you for, Grounding us today, yeah, for giving us these practices that are <laughs> useful and easy. I mean, none of this stuff's hard. No, it's, it's it's simple, and you know, you could teach it to children, you could teach it to anybody, really. And it's just a matter of being disciplined to do it, um, and just starting. You know, just starting. And I find once you start, and you, you start enjoying what you're doing and getting something from it, you know, it it just sort of self perpetuates. So that's the key. Just start. And be kind to yourself and be nice, you know, be nice to yourself and to other people. I love that. Thank you so much for being on our show today. Love having you on. Thanks, Jen. No, See you later. Okay. Bye. Bye.